two, one. Yeah, we ready right now. It's about time. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy DT, the host of the Ins and Out Need podcast. Uh, so today, this special episode, we're going to be doing. Uh, for those that do know, I also work with FFSN. Uh, I host the Command Time podcast with Kayla and DT. So this is going to be a 49ers preview um, for the Washington Commanders on this channel. Um, started to do some of these live streams and put these up here. Um, so let's go ahead and get the business. So didn't have an opportunity to talk about the game on Sunday where we've lost to the Jets. So just do a little recap up here. Then we go ahead and get to the the big um, assignment for this week. Uh, that is the 49ers coming into town. So last game uh, against the Jets, kind of it kind of went the way I expected. Um. A top top five defense, uh, Sam Howell coming in, you know, he was starting to hit his rookie wall, I guess you would say. And, you know, it wasn't just him. I just think overall the, the team is just in a funk right now. Um, they're just not playing good, indecisive everywhere. Defense was playing bad the whole entirety of the season, and it showed up. Sam Howell, first couple of plays, you know, a drop pass by Curtis Samuel. Uh, a drop. Second play was an interception, but it was dropped by Logan Thomas. I kind of tell you how that day was gonna go. <laughs> I mean, just uh, complete and utter disastrous effort. But then you also see some of the things where you know Sam Howell is currently struggling right now. And let's be completely honest: uh, the tape is out on Sam Howell. Uh, NFL teams has caught up to what he does best and what he makes it very hard to defend. So a lot of times we see teams were blitzing. The blitz race has decreased a little bit down the stretch. A lot of these teams are starting to play, you know, more coverages, cover sixes, cover fours, to see can he decipher the defense. And there are times where he can do it, but there's also times where he's, He's not taking the check down or he's not pulling the trigger because the window is tight. And those are the plays where I think that kind of led to his benching on Sunday. He got benched for the second time. Well, technically, technically his third time in like the past couple of weeks, but nobody's counting the first one because it was basically running doing. But moral story is Sam Howell got benched um, Sunday with Jacoby Brissett, once again, first time he made his big appearance was against the Rams, uh, had a chance to come back and win that game. And he came in this game against a Jets defense and had us for a lead for a bit, but, you know, the defense was going to do what they were going to do, and that's give a big plays and give it a field goal. So now, where are we at right now? I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I, I, I think where this team is at in my opinion it's it's starting to feel like we're we're going back to when Ron Rivera first got here 
there were a lot of questions from the quarterback position. Um, O-line, even though when Ron Rivera got here, he had a veteran O-line, the big question of the O-line was Trent Williams. Uh, the defense had talented players, but underutilized. And we see in this regime, <laughs> we see in this regime, these guys were underutilized as well. I mean, two years of a good defense, two years of a completely bad defense, uh, especially with the talent at the defensive front. Uh, you, you traded both your defensive ends, even though they were getting sacks, they were still a part of that bad defense. So, wasn't really missing much. The secondary has been in shambles from the safeties, from the corners, uh, overdrafting players in certain spots. Jamin Davis, Emmanuel Forbes, um, even even though Jahan to me is still good, but he he's really more of a slot receiver. I think that's going to be questions come this offseason. What's to do? But man, this team is just they're in a funk right now. And for those, a lot of people who are wanting this team to, you know, basically take and get a current, currently we're the top three pick in the draft. I mean, I, I want this team to tank, but not in the sense of, like, I understand these guys still want to fight and play, but in order for change to truly happen for this team, you have to be really, really bad. And I hate to say it like that because that we we as a team we never been in this position where we didn't have an owner that was meddling with things or being in the news whatsoever and so far the first couple months of this new regime i i feel a slight confidence in it now of course i say slight because we haven't seen the moves being made other than a couple of small moves within the front office then and there but you know after after this season, we know that Ron Rivera is going to be gone. We know that more than likely EV might be gone. Um, you know, there's still some people thinking EV might have a shot, but we'll we'll wait and see when that process comes. I just think this is going to be a huge offseason for this team, this regime, wherever they bring in, they'll finally have a, a competent GM now, depending on what the GM wants to do and what the head coach wants to do with the third pick. That's a, that's a story for another time. But overall, you know, Jacoby Brissett came in the game. He put up points. Uh, defense started to play against, you know, a very bad Jets offense and had a shot to win, but unfortunately still lost, lost by two points. And now we're heading into this week. It's kind of crazy to me, man. It's it's kind of crazy how we went from Sam was deemed the franchise quarterback to now Sam, you know, it's probably a bust. But, you know, he was a fifth-round pick. To me, he played above the expectations that we give to him. Now, I'll definitely question some things with how I felt like the team should have been ran. We should have been more run-heavy and pass heavy but that's this apparently this is what eb is and that's something i had to get used to i'm not i'm not used to 500 pass attempts for a young quarterback and he's second in the league like okay yeah leading the league in yards is cool 
it's cool, but we're subjecting this young man to hits like no other. We knew the offensive line had some questions. Now, I don't think the offensive line is horrible, horrible. Like, it's the worst in the league. They definitely have some moments of being good, but from the personnel part and getting actual guys that can consistently play, that's where I think we lack at. And that's going to be the biggest question mark once again we head to this offseason about this offensive line and how it has deteriorated our young quarterback. Now, our young quarterback has had some flaws as well, but overall I think it's within how the play calling is, the structure, how we build it up. And I hate to say this, but we we failed Sam. We failed Sam in the sense of we Ron Rivera threw this kid in the fire saying he's going to be my QB1. And he went away from what traditionally you would expect when you would have a young quarterback and a defensive-minded coach. And that's his addressing the offensive line. Offensive line moves could have been way better this past offseason. Running the football, Brian Robinson, Chris Rodriguez should have been way more involved. Antonio Gibson should have been way more involved, regardless of the fumbles. Play action should have been heavily involved. Moving the launch point should have been involved. Sam Howe has, has great mobility. Use bootlegs not only from the shotgun, but under center. That brings a differentiation from your offense, and it has teams to think, okay, how do I stop this team? Like, EB is not the worst offensive coordinator because there are definitely some things I love, but I'm mad in the fact that there are definitely some things that I felt like he was going to do for this kid, and he just didn't, didn't do it. Now, it also could be that Sam Howell doesn't have the full playbook or he's limited in the playbook, and that's why E.B. calling these games. I will never know. I will never know what's going on because I'm not in that locker room. I'm not in that, that meeting. You get what I'm saying? I don't know where the disconnect is. Do I think there is a lot on this plate? Absolutely. But – there's going to be a time where a quarterback is going to have a lot on his plate regardless. This is the NFL. And I, I can't sit here, here and play ticky-tack. Now, while I will say this, it does not surprise me that Jacoby Brissett can move this offense. Absolutely not. It is a reason why we wanted to see what Sam Howell could do because he was young, cheap, you were going to have the Jalen Hurts type of plan. And now, right now, we still have question marks at the quarterback position. And Jacoby Zett is not a new mover either. He's a veteran. He, he, he's been in the league for seven years. He, he was the backup to Tom Brady. He was the backup to Andrew Luck. He had an opportunity to start some games there for like two to three years. I'm not surprised about Jacoby Brissett. I'm not. We give the kid, we give that guy a lot of uh, slack and uh, throw fences and stuff at him, but deep down we knew he could play. It's the reason why we signed him. But he's not the future. You wanted to find out your future, but I think 
overall, this year, this was the worst year, the worst year to to develop a young quarterback in a lame duck season, year four of Ron Rivera, when you had to win. When you had to win. And to make matters worse, your, your defense that has all the talent, more talent than the offense, where people don't like it or not, worse in the league. The first-round pick that you drafted is playing the same amount of snaps as a fullback. Has he has he got burned like the first couple of games when he played against the DJ Moores, the AJ Browns? Absolutely. But let the kid play. Let him play. Corners cor- playing cornerback is between playing cornerback and quarterback, they are the hardest positions to play in, in all of football. And corner, it takes mental toughness and ability to come up with the challenges. And for Ron Rivera to sit the kid knowing that St. Juice is getting cooked every single game, that's malpractice. Then when he comes in the game, I understand we're playing the Jets, but shoot, like, let him play. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing in a in a lame duck year, letting all these young guys that you drafted, and let's face it, draft class looking bad, letting these guys sit here and 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 just sit on the sideline accomplishing absolutely nothing. Quan Martin, you know, he's rebounded from the preseason. I think he's a solid pickup, but I don't know about four because they don't play the kid. Stromberg. They had him at, at guard. They didn't have him at center. You drafted him in the third round. When you draft someone in the third round, they supposed to play. Daniels, I don't even want to talk about him. KJ Henry, he looks like a nice piece, a nice fine. I'll probably start him next year. Andre Jones, I think he's a little bit solid. I, I like to see more from him, but I think I found a couple pieces. But overall, the, the the past couple of draft classes, investing in developing these players, we have not done it right because we also overdrafted as well. We overthought it. We thought we were the smart people in the room. We took Emmanuel Forbes over Deontay Banks and Christian Gonzalez. First of all, Christian Gonzalez. You you feel me? Like, that type of stuff. We, we took Jamie Davis. Over a, a Christian Derisaw, a tackle from Petersburg, VA. I, I I just I'm just flashing back at some of the stuff that has happened that led to this moment, to led to why this team is structurally bad, and it, it bothers me. It bothers me so much. And the 2020 class, the very first class that Ron Rivera has had. They all peaked their rookie year. After that, you ain't seen nothing good from them. You ain't seen nothing from Chase Young, most definitely, because he's been hurt. He's been playing outside of the defensive calls. Antonio Gibson, uh, after his rookie year, he may have had 1,000 yards, but he fumbles. His vision is bad, and he's not as explosive as I thought. Uh, Sadiq Charles... (laughs) God, Sadiq Charles, man. Sadiq Charles, he got moved to guard. That's cool. 
But he's been in and out of the lineup. First time he started, he he's just a guy. Um, um, who who else? Who else was in that class? Uh Gandy Golden. He we convert him to a tight end. He started to hate the game. He don't even love the game no more. Respectfully. And Cam Curl. Um Probably one of our best and solid picks, but if I had to get in a room where I had a debate about paying him, that's where we'll probably have a different conversation. But solid player. To be honest with you, one of the best picks. <laughs> one of the best picks, man. But enough of that, that, about that little rant I had. I have to apologize. But, oh, man, let's let's go ahead and talk about this game for tomorrow. So commanders will be playing uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, 49ers are coming off of their loss against our cousins from the midway, the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm going to be honest with you. Brissett is supposed to start. He's supposed to start. Apparently he got a hamstring. So Sam Howell might be playing tomorrow. So until I hear otherwise, I got Sam Howell playing tomorrow, and I will hate that because I didn't want Sam to play against this type of defense after what he's been through the past couple of weeks. But it is what it is at this point. Uh, we're going to have a lot of starters out, Charles Leno, St. Juice, Kendall Fuller. So you're going to see a lot of young guys. You're going to see how do they play full team evaluation. Um. The 49ers, we we know where they at. They're they're one of the they're one of the best, if not the best team in the a- NFC. Uh with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy had a bad game on Monday night, but I don't expect that to happen this week. I think he, he finds himself. Um McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo, Iuke, and whoever else is gonna have an opportunity with this defense. Now their defense as well is scary. Chase Young coming back. Trent Williams coming back for this game. Back to D.C. This, I mean, man. Whew. You talking about it might be a bloodbath tomorrow. It, it, it might be a bloodbath. I might not even watch the game, to be completely honest with you. I might just I might just want to watch for stat pads, you know, some accolades a little bit, but I I just have a hard time seeing this team. They might put up a fight. As long as they put up a fight, to be honest with you, I'll be okay. But the, the you'll see you will see the talent difference between these two teams. Um 49ers, man, they 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 might be a Super Bowl, the team to beat in the NFC, and the te- team to beat in the AFC is definitely probably the Ravens or however you feel about the AFC because they're going to beat up on each other as well. But uh, um, looking at this game, 49ers coming in after a loss like that, trying to get their face back, trying to get some some push away because Dallas plays the. Um, Detroit Lions tonight. Eagles play the Cardinals. So trying to fight those two teams off um, for the NFC number one seed so they get a bye week. In Washington, they're just playing for evaluation in their jobs because this in the Dallas game, and the Dallas game has not been 
officially announced what time that game going to be. But it's it, it's it's crazy, man. I, I'm how this season has turned out, but hopefully we we get through these games. So right now, um, we're just we're just looking at the young guys. We're just looking at what can we do, what can we build for the next head coach, next GM, next what the regime wants to do. So I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to have the score 38-14. I'm going to have 38-14. I'm surprised we scored 14, to be honest with you. But I think they're going to come in, take care of their business, try to take some of their starters out late third quarter, early fourth to give them some rest. And, you know, it's going to be empty calories. Going to be empty calories tomorrow. I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys. But talked about this. With that being said, um, this is um, Command Time with Kaylee and DT presented by the Fans for Sport Network. And you guys have a great day. Got me feeling so free, free.